Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of The Entrepreneur Experience. I am really excited to uh, introduce you and if you haven't heard her uh, other podcast, I highly suggest going and having a listen, but I'm super keen to get uh, the amazing Lee Holmes back supercharging us with her um, insights in how she has uh, utilized her blog as a means to getting her message around whole foods and uh, out, out to the greater public and the world. Um, Hayley, it's great to have you on again. Oh, thank you so much for having me back. It's so fun to be back, actually. <laughs> I, I loved our chat last time and I'm so excited that you're going to be part of NADEX 2020 because you've had such an incredible uh, array of experiences when it comes to using writing, your story, the media uh, to really skyrocket getting your message out there around Whole Foods and how we can do uh, so much more of that, not just as uh, practitioners, but as the public. And um, I... I'm super keen to talk to you about how you've actually used blogging as part of part of your journey. Yeah. Um, inter interestingly, I, I'm kind of like an accidental entrepreneur. I never planned anything. Um, and when I started my blog, which was about eight or nine years ago, it was really just a place to share recipes with my friends and family because I'd been through a bit of a health struggle myself with Crohn's and autoimmune autoimmune and fibromyalgia and I just wanted to like I discovered just getting back into the kitchen and making really really simple recipes and I, people were saying to me oh you look so much better you know you um, your skin's glowing your hair's grown back what are you doing and I was like oh I'm just doing really simple recipes in the kitchen and so it instead of like they would ask me all the time can you give me this recipe can you give me that recipe so I just basically started it it was a tiny blog it was, um, I think it was a Wix um, site, which is a free Wix site that I did with a couple of pages. And then I went on over to WordPress and that was like three pages long. And all it was was just sharing recipes. And then I used, um, Facebook had just started back then. And I used that to just put up my recipes. And then interestingly, I don't know how it happened, but people from all over the world started to contact me and say, that was exactly the same thing happened to me when I was put in hospital and put on steroids and I blew up like the Michelin man. So um, we were sharing so many commonalities um, and I was really getting inspired by other people and kind of what they were eating and how um, they had really helped improve their autoimmune issues. So it really just started like that, just as a, just a place to share recipes. Do you think uh, you would have had the same kind of experience had you have had to think about it and kind of strategize around doing it um, and if it was to come from your head rather than your heart? I think um, maybe it might have happened, but for me the sustainability is really all about the passion and, you know, blogging is really up and down all the time and so it's really when you have that driving force and that passion, it really helps to get you through the times, the down periods um, mm. and, obviously really want to celebrate the ups as well in blogging. And so I think that possibly, but I think it's really enriched with passion. So I think passion has been, has really enriched the experience and also um, believing in the product and what I'm, you know, my recipes and, and, and having them come out of my own kitchen. I also kind of use humor 
a little bit as a tool in my blog and on social media. And that's been kind of a fun thing to do as well. But yeah, I think, I think it definitely passion makes a big difference. Yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. I've seen too many times uh, entrepreneurs strategically doing things and then burning out because it's not something that they are passionate about. It's not something that's in alignment with them. And I think you brought up a really good point that, uh, you know, being in business is a long game. It, it's a, it's all about that consistency and persistence. And when when you don't want to do it, when it's something that you're uh, you're passionate about, it's so much easier to consistently show up and have uh, continued that conversation and continue to you know contribute in that way when you're actually passionate about it rather than something that you're trying to force or something that you've got to go and do work for to actually bring about uh, a contribution to the conversation. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And it is, you're right, it's not an overnight thing. It really is a long game. And I turned my blog into a self-sustaining business, but it's taken years. It's taken at least five years to make it even profitable you know what mm. I mean so it's definitely not an overnight thing and I did use my marketing and branding knowledge that I learned at the ABC when I was working at the ABC in the kids music department I was doing everything from product development to marketing to advertising a little bit of social media um, yeah a lot of sort of production and that I used and brought that into my own business but when it comes to things like strategic plans I had an anti-marketing strategy when I started <laughs> I was like I'm never going to use the word fruity Fridays or wise Wednesdays or meatless Mondays I'm not going to use trending buzzwords I'm not going to use sporting cliches I'm going to remove all my publishing calendars and strategic plans I'm not going to do royalty loyalty programs bundle deals I'm not going to use scarcity tactics I wanted to just do it because it was coming from my heart and my own experience mm. I wanted to be honest to be real and um, really really respect my audience as well and learn from them as well and listen to them and see what they have to say as well on the subject. It's not just me telling people what to do, you know? Yeah, I love that. And it really is a two-way street, isn't it? Especially when it's something you're passionate about and obviously yours came from your your health story. And uh, sometimes it takes a little bit to get that health story out, especially when it's um, really personal, but then it makes it really personal for them to share with you. And there's a level of um, I think a, a, a deeper level of care that then you really want to provide what they're asking for. Yeah, absolutely. And I did use, um, I did sort of try and get that message out in a multiple ways. So in the very beginning I had my blog and then I created a book pitch and I did that because I'd been working at ABC and I knew how to put together a pitch. And then when I sent that out to the publishers, it was interesting because there weren't that many gluten-free cookbooks on the market like nine, ten years ago. And I actually, there was a bidding war for the, for the book rights. And I was like, whoa, this is really, you know, um, interesting because I didn't, I didn't really know a lot about the publishing process. The first kind of year was uh, interesting to sort of learn how the publishing process works. Yeah. Um, so I started with books and then I've written nine books and print books and six ebooks now so 
I'm getting more used to the publishing process, but in the beginning it was a bit of a baptism of fire. And then the other things that I did to really get the message out there was um, the online programs as well that I have. And I developed more of a multifaceted business because I wanted to just not have just um, posting recipes all the time. I wanted to have things that people could take away, tangible things that people could take away with them and be able to use all the time. And that's why I kind of did the books and did um, the online programs and that, and that kind of thing. I wanted to contribute across different areas of wellness and lifestyle as well. Yeah. And I, I gather that those books came from people actually asking for books as well. It's not like everybody gets to, re you know, randomly find certain uh, recipes that keep coming out, but having a book is an entirely different experience and listening to uh, what people are actually asking for uh, is one of the most awesome ways to actually provide the type of help that, that they require as well. Absolutely. And I'm still doing that now. Like I've written a couple of books around gut health, heal your gut and supercharge your gut. And then I noticed a lot of people asking me about SIBO. So I've just done a SIBO um, ebook guide because Oh, that's, that's exciting. So yeah. many trackies are always trying to find resources to direct to. That's, that's gold. Yeah. So I just, I just did that. So I do definitely try and listen as much as I can to what people need and then provide them with that at a really affordable and low cost because I don't think things need to be expensive. Some of the online programs out there are like $150, mine's $79. I just wanted to keep all my prices, like my eBooks are low in price, my products like the Love Your Gut Powder, $18. Yeah. For that. yeah. So yeah, I try, and, I try and make things affordable, accessible, simple, um, yeah, and easy to digest. <laughs> and uh, so the, I can see the organic kind of process of going from the blog to then creating a, a hard copy book that everyone would want in their kitchen and then creating the lessons around uh, the courses. How did you go, uh, how was the, the leap to actually creating a, um, you know, a food grade product, a, a therapeutic kind of food, uh, which is the, the gut powder that you have? Yeah, so the Love Your Gut Powder was a long time coming. We actually discovered it from naturopaths and we love naturopaths. Mm -hmm. So we discovered it from our naturopath and we were using it ourselves. And then for two years, we tested it on other people. We spoke to more naturopaths. They were testing it on people. And then from there, I did have a little bit of product development experience from the ABC as well. And my husband was doing products as well. And so we kind of banded together and brought this product out and and um, as I mentioned before, I did want it to be affordable and that's why it's in the bio bag, which is biodegrade. I, it needed to be so many things. I needed it to be light to post, affordable, something that wouldn't go off for people. So that's why we went to the diatomaceous earth because it's um, pretty much prehistoric. It's never <laughs> ever going to go off. Um, yeah, so and also um, we wanted to make it um, biodegradable because the, the world has enough plastic containers. So mm. I was like, if I do a product, I do not want to put it in a plastic container. So we had a few kind of prerequisites to it. And then we started to um, think about what we would put it with. And I thought to myself, I think it should just be simple because people just want to add it to a smoothie and make it simple. So we've since done capsules and we've done a golden gut blend version, which has also got turmeric, ginger and black pepper. Mm, and that was so because good. a lot of people and a lot of doctors and I did a, a summit and I interviewed 20 of the leading gut experts from around the world and they said to me that um, inflammation in the gut 
was where they were really looking towards um, to prevent a lot of the gut issues and help a lot of gut issues. And so I wanted to add an anti-inflammatory element to the cleansing element of the powder as well. So that's why we added the turmeric, the ginger and the black pepper. Yeah. Us crackies are all on board for the less inflammation, the better. So that's yeah, awesome. absolutely. Um, so the the blog, um, obviously, uh, the key takeaway for me is that um, you know it, it's around your passion initially because it gets you through those those tough times when you don't particularly want to show up for your business, but um, but because you're passionate about it, you do. And you started with uh, just hopping on your, your recipes, how's your blog evolved from uh, those first five years to what it is now? I've actually changed it. I redid it um, in six months ago and I added more lifestyle things and things that I'm really passionate and my readers are passionate about too so that I could provide them with a bit more inspiration and encouragement and nourishment and also a bit more of a sense of community as well. So I've expanded it to add areas where I talk about upcycling and how to recycle things and upcycle things. I've got a whole section on growing your own now because I've just, um, actually yesterday, I was just out in the garden doing all my spring planting um, and I've got a whole herb wall as well. So I talk a bit about gardening and just simple gardening and herbs and how to grow herbs and things like that. And then I've got another section on the blog now called Debtless and that's all about saving money and um, living kind of, not frugally, but... Um, not overspending because when I first started my blog, I have to um, be honest with you and say I was a single mum at the time. Um, I couldn't work anymore at the ABC because I was really sick. I would, um, I was on my computer in my pajamas as a single mum on my couch with no money, just starting my blog. So I had to be really resourceful about how to how to um, make my money really go further. So I've added that kind of section called debtless. I love um, that. onto the blog as well. Yeah, and um, I've also added a bit more video content to help encourage people get to get back into the kitchen and cook real food as well. And there's also lots of more articles around, you know, changing the eating habits of families and how to come back together. So I've got a big logo on the front of my website that says Supercharge Your Life. I'm trying to encourage people get to get back to eating around a table because food is so amazing and we've kind of demonized food many of us I think and we're looking at it as a catalyst for health or harm so I want to bring back the pleasure of food and and how simple and easy it is to cook a beautiful meal and then share it with your friends and family and community and how it really binds communities together mm. um, and I do that myself as well so i I don't want to just sit sit behind Instagram and post pretty pictures. I do walk the walk and talk the talk and I do try and be a good example of um, what I'm putting out there. I love that. You can hear the passion in your voice about it as well. It's, it's so, so awesome. I, um, I, and I really think that when you're in alignment with uh, so many other, so many facets around food that um, it really comes through and, uh, you know, one of my biggest takeaways from one of my nutrition lecturers was around how your ability to digest macro and micronutrients goes up when you are in a socially uh, harmonious position while you're eating. You know, when you're... I read that recently too. I yeah. was like, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can absorb better when you're sitting around a table um, yeah. and and sharing stories and being, you know, when your nervous system's at peace. So getting even those kinds of messages out, uh, it just creates so many more layers for people to really connect 
uh, to that, that supercharged world or that, that food world. It's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Beautiful. And so uh, you've only just done that change um, over the past six months. Do, is there, um, when you think about the future of um, what you love about your work, because that's the theme of uh, NADEX 2020, and, and I can totally hear your passion about it. When you think about the future, I mean, coming from nine books, e-courses, products, and, uh, and a beautiful overhaul of um, how you're getting your message out there, what does the future of loving your work look like for you? I think it's just building ongoing, the thriving online community and really, and also not just the online community. I go out and I do library talks all across Australia and I go into remote areas. And so it's just connecting with people at a grassroots level and not just sitting behind a computer and putting pretty pictures up. So it really is about connecting with people, I think. I'd love to do more products. So I'd love to do some more gut health related products that are accessible and easy for people. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to write another book, but if I did, I'd probably write one about being debtless and around mm. money yeah. that I think a lot of people um, struggle with at the moment, especially women. You know, they might be a bit older and find themselves single or for whatever reason or are separated and they have to really struggle with money. So I'd love to sort of maybe write something around that area and really just build my business more into a multifaceted business with different kind of um, streams of, um, I guess, inspiring content for people to find and also working uh, more collaboratively with you and with naturopaths and nutritionists and people in the wellness community as well. Mm, beautiful. Thank you so much for connecting again, Lee. I, um, and, and thank you so much for showing up as uh, a beautiful, um, aligned and um, an integrity-driven voice when it comes to uh, helping um, a community of people who are more and more committed to uh, bettering themselves and the planet uh, through looking after themselves through health and, and lifestyle. It's really wonderful to have you as, um, as a figurehead for that. It's so inspiring um, to have an Australian woman speaking uh, to all of these kinds of messages and, and living, living proof of it as well. Thanks so much. Oh, thank you so much. It was lovely to chat with you. Cool. Can't wait to see you at Natix 2020. For any of you who got something out of this, um, share your aha moments. And uh, if you or somebody else uh, would get something out of this, don't, don't be afraid to share this uh, episode. And we'll see you at Natix 2020.